Hello, this is another episode of Real Drill. Today we are going to discuss the Xbox brand and the surrounding of the times like this when Microsoft Competitor makes a move with its own marketing and we are going to discuss about the misinterpretation of the communications from Xbox over Halo Infinite not needing to have Halo Infinite for their launch so let's talk and I'm going to start off with the complaints the growing complaints that people are going back and forth with this issue on the statements from the Xbox division it says um, having Halo at our launch would have been tremendous but we are not reliant on massive exclusive titles to drive console adoption Walker said our players will have thousands of games and from four generations from of Xbox available to play on launch day that's what he said and he was honest about that because Halo Infinite is delayed till 2021 but some of them took it to an offence at the Xbox community such that they say oh I have to be honest statements like this is this is not what us Xbox fans want to hear from uh, you know pointing at Phil Spencer while having thousands of games to play at launch is nice having Halo Infinite or another massive exclusive title at launch would have been even better yes yes on some extent I agree but the reality is when you want to scroll back we can go back months ago when the Halo Infinite was revealed back in July and then there was so much backlash over the graphics that people complained then you know, everybody agreed that after revealing that, they agreed that delay should happen due to COVID-19. They agreed on that. Everybody agreed, including me. Then all of a sudden to this statement today, you want to go and walk back 360 and say Infinite shouldn't have been, you know, delayed. It shouldn't have. It should have been launched with Xbox Series X. But the reality is, it's been delayed by the request of Xbox fans, by the request of Halo fans, by the request of customers and insiders and industry and media that pushed this narrative that Halo Infinite will not hurt Xbox if it was delayed. That was written by Forbes months back and people forget about that I always keep my memory on top to see the contra- contradictions and I'm seeing contradictions within some in the Xbox community I pointed out on Twitter that the reality is Infinite has been delayed after so called graphics backlash 
Point your fingers back to the so-called loud mouths at Halo forums, fake Xbox fans, and, and this includes ponies that wanted to stir up the pot and stir shit and create all sorts of nonsense Craig memes to use as defense against Xbox Series X for their weak PS5. I said you all asked for a delay and next you are backtracking. No more BS here. That's what I said. And I also pointed out due to this COVID-19 issue, we agreed months back that we support all the developers all the way and this time all of a sudden are hearing and seeing some of the Xbox community feel like they're missing something out because of this nonsense hype that ponies always push with their PlayStation trailer or PlayStation, you know, leaflet for this event, which nothing smokes up, nothing but smokes of hype, you know, smokes of hype that is making all of a sudden insecure. We're not insecure because we got all the goodies from last week, the, the EA Pass, the EA Play with the Game Pass and all the, the goodies plus the Xbox exclusive reveals back in July for you know twenty you know twenty twenty one um exclusive launch windows post the launch. You know, you have all these first party games developing but they give you EA access with Game Pass to occupy yourself for the meantime until these exclusives comes out. To twenty, you know, twenty twenty one, time frame, but that was not good enough for certain people, which I already have a problem with. Where back then, months ago, you supported the XGS developers, but all of a sudden you want to switch your tune because PlayStation event is coming today, and or you're scared of something. They're gonna reveal something so big that will, you know, really grab people to PlayStation Five. No. The reality is not so different for this 40 minute minuscule event. Them XGS devs have had enough pressure, I said already, I said, with all the nonsensical back and forth. Because this is what it's becoming, a back and forth. If you don't stand on that Xbox brand strongly, you're not showing confidence to the brand. And therefore, you're not showing confidence to those teams that are working on the games. And that's where I replied and said, stand strong on the Xbox brand and no flip-flopping bullshit because of some nonsense Fox hype from Sony with the events today. we got all sorts of games coming in for the launch. If conveniently, conveniently you forgot about Xbox third party and even one first party launch exclusive, Gears Tactics, you, you've forgotten about the Game Pass uh, launch of these um, third-party games that will, came, will, will show first on the Game Pass before expanding to others. You see, things like this, you just conveniently forget, which is uh, a joke. And, you know, you have access to them without paying $6.00. Unlike Sony. So where's the advantage from the Sony side? Where is it? 
Someone said it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Exactly that. You know. People acting as if Xbox is going to show nothing this week. It's going to rest its glories. It's not resting nothing. It's doing all the work to this till this day from since December last year. They showed their f- next gen very early. They started next gen console. They started the ninth gen console generation. Microsoft did back in December. People forgot. And uh, let me remind you, since this is 5pm already, 5.30 British Standard Time, EGX Daily's rap show is going to show Dirt 5 on Xbox Series S. So what does that tell you? The advertisement has not frozen because Sony's event is today. That is not going to change. Xbox uh, marketing is aggressive as people pretend that it's not aggressive enough or is not aggressive. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. Yes, and one thing for all the Xbox community is to say, and I tweeted this and I'm going to repeat it. We had our moment shining last week and it was good for a strong brand that got ponies shook. With the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. Let's only have their little 40 minute moment. We just sit back and enjoy our Xboxes wherever we are with our devices. The future is here. Next is next gen is coming. You see? The most genius thing that people forget during the leaks, Microsoft turned its event into a positive, the leaks into a positive. So they've revealed it full force ahead of their supposed planned or virtual event for that Xbox Series X's price and Xbox Series S price and reveal and pre-orders and release date. They showed ahead of that and um, afterwards those full that event that planned virtual event just leaked out. Didn't even hurt Microsoft at all in the process at the end. Because they did their thinking right. They planned ahead. They had their plan B. They had their contingency plans in place. That is the marketing strategy that Microsoft was prepared and was always prepared to do. And they were smart and effective and delivered it. How they delivered that to the next gen and got people speaking, shaking up the console gaming industry with that price point on that Xbox Series S. Breaking the barrier of entry, giving access to millions of players into the ecosystem something that Sony wants to learn and emulate in the PlayStation future you 
you know, because all this discussion, oh, I wish Xbox didn't show up, start of a next gen with just Halo, I wish they brought some free PAA exclusive to tie us over, over until Avowed, Fable, Forza, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's be real. If COVID-19 did not happen, you would have, there would be a possibility of having all this stuff. But this XGS is a growing studio and a studio that has been acquiring studios for the last two years and going through transformation and going through all this business dealings and complex, you know, transitioning. So you can't just expect that transition to be so smooth into the next gen just like that and how their business model is set up. Their business model is not PlayStation. It's not like something where they just have a set of established studios that was not gone through you know transitioning of after acquisition. That that process has done years back, way before this chat. This, you know, so <laughs> I replied back, we'll see what Sony will offer in the event today. But, you know, the reality is the big news was EA with Game Pass. That's the big thing, having games, access to EA games with your Game Pass subscription without paying individual games. Just download them and play. That could occupy your time. In the meantime, until those launch wave titles in 2021 releases. So, I've said we got all the packages so far. People complain about time exclusives. And I remembered vividly they did. Saying it was an outdated model that needs to go in 2020. And then today, they want to backtrack and say it's perfect. For their own pathetic convenience. After seeing a poll of all. Should their, the, the next future Final Fantasy 16 games. Should it be PS5 exclusive. Or just stick with third parties. So half of them went for PS5 exclusive. They wanted to be a PS5 exclusive. So you see how conveniently ponies do that behaviour. Because they want to feel their need, they're going to have something superior with their offering of content. <laughs> you know, to make up for their weak console. So, this is a tactic they use and uh, it's a marketing tool. And let's be first clear, it's to promote the consoles, not to promote the game. So, all that nonsense, just drop that. Someone else made a valid point. Having Halo would have been nice, but Cyberpunk 2077 makes up for it. People forget about that. People forget about that. They want to turn. As if Xbox and the next-gen gaming consoles are not going to have anything bright. They're going to have something. Something that can make up for it. Whether it's third party, second party, or first party. And don't forget, Gears Tactic is coming November 10th. And that is the first party. 
expanding onto Xbox consoles. So, despite the challenges, Microsoft find a way of getting the first party title in for Xbox Series X launch. And if it's not your shooter, if it's not a shooter, first party, and a first per person shooter, so be it. So what? RTS is, could be great in consoles. Um, you know, having that experience, different experience in this entry is great. And with a strong third party presence, with a strong backwards compatibility presence, that is going to sell the Xbox really well. Next topic is the controller issue. And all these modern technologies that people are looking at and concerned about Xbox Series X internals and Series S internals. Let's be clear. Wi-Fi 6 is limited. It's a brand new technology. Not every uh, system is compatible with it. And it's very limited and very few percentage of people have it in their homes in the West today and across the globe. So it's a brand new technology, it's no use, it's expensive modular to put in a console, it's no point. Same with all this, same with the, the, new, the new Bluetooth and uh, USB-C. All these things add up and people forget about that. They forget about that. And that's why a report recently came out that the PlayStation 5 controller could be expensive because of those internals. So Microsoft did a wise choice in making sure that their systems is compatible with older systems. Backwards compatible and forward compatible. So no gamer is left behind. That's the purpose of why they kept those con in internals in their consoles. Let's be clear. So you're not missing out in this fancy new technology that nobody's going to take advantage of. No developers going to take advantage of. You know because of the the population usage of those new technologies it is very niche and very small sony ponies someone's elaborated a, a good point here sony ponies is floating around and honestly if you can't afford to have all the consoles maybe sit out of the console war and eat your food Exactly that. Exactly that. Because it's nonsense. All this console war for their own pathetic, insecure selves. Where they can't face the fact that Xbox is here to stay. It's doing its own thing. Own competition, 
if you don't like it tough tough or this thing you want to show off is nothing magical with it it's nothing big nothing big another point the third point I want to address is the pricing speculations with the both systems particularly they're expecting a price cut with Sony trying to cut his way down against Microsoft <laughs> um, Review Tech USA was doing mad and trying to get clickbait as usual with their nonsense series of videos against xbox microsoft this time i also pointed out their bullshit in the next podcast i'll be talking about them specifically them on their nonsense i tweeted recently that conveniently they conveniently forgot that that could never happen with sony internal financial problems they don't have deep pockets for cuts one xfx price same with XSS price is ERP estimated not fixed price for retail and secondly you also forgot all access giving customers to access these next-gen consoles monthly subscription is a cheaper way to get access to the console well this is funny enough where you have this bougie bougie 2988 recently was talking shit about xbox series s um he makes no sense meanwhile he makes no qualms on that nonsense ps5 digital edition price and all the look whatever it is as well and the confusion as the media skeptic, the spectacle, spectacle, media spectacle, gaming media spectacle. For a bunch of grifters who have no knowledge in the gaming industry, want to talk about, oh, I can't see the confusion between the Series S and the Series X, you know, customer, the moms, the moms, the moms, which is very retarded and stupid, it's far from reality, where these customers will see a clear difference between those two models um, and people pointed out Nintendo DS's series line, iPhone, Apple iPhone series line and all that nonsense tactic they like to shift onto and goal posting, you know the bullshit tactics I've pointed out with the Review Tech USA and also pointed out Review Tech USA to stop doing similar bullshit tactics you know his research is beyond misguided it's just ignorant and and and, and false he missed a lot and didn't even do his research just pointing pushing stupid videos for clickbait bougie 2988 is you know it's a clear sign that this brand is is the way to just hate hate you know cool to hate 
because it's cool to hate Microsoft, it's cool to hate Xbox. And this is what Bougie2988 does, like Review Tech USA, which he is challenging Bougie2988 ironically. So, I find it funny. I really find that funny. I find it funny. Because it's just a similar tactic when last year, when the ex- Microsoft released its um, testing waters of Xbox One's digital edition. Discless digital edition. This is what, you know, the same people, amazing that the same people who demonize MS for wanting all digital are now cheering on Sony for doing it in 2020. Microsoft done it last year in 2019. So, it shows that Sony really attracts the dumbest amongst our sword set. So it's hypocritical things like this that is just nonsense, pure nonsense. And a lot of Xbox podcasts get this mistake and just blow over. They don't look, they don't listen. Don't listen at all. It goes back to what I've said about the noise they make about Halo Infinite launch game. You know, I've said in the past, you've got to admit so-called fans complaining about graphics and ended up with no infinite for launch. How about that? People didn't like, uh, you know, I believe it, you know, one one of them didn't take that lightly, but that's the truth. That's the truth. You're giving these ponies levy for that bullshit. And someone just pulled the facts on that Wi-Fi 6 fact sheet. Let's read it. Do, does your router support it? Unlikely. Do, do you exceed 3.5 gigabyte per second network speeds? No is the answer in a home network. Do you require it for low latency gameplay? No. Will you see the benefits of using it? Not unless you exceed 10 connected devices at the same time. There you go. There you go. Where's the benefit with this Wi-Fi 6 that people like to show off? Ponies just like to show off because they see something new and they think new is better. And, you know, even if it has no no usage today, you know, tomorrow they'll be talking about oh, how they innovated. They're the first one to do this. The first one. So... Freaking what? Lunis Tech gives his rightful thoughts on the Xbox supporting current gen controller to next gen versus PlayStation. He had valid points on environmental problems, which Sony disregarded of in times like this, in climate change and all this. You know, you see the 
they don't care. They just want to sell shit. And um, Linus just put it right there because before he was being foolish in the past with that Xbox talking shit about Xbox uh, strategy and all this. This time he hit out the nail on Sony pathetic bullshit move on his customers. I would be I I really like Microsoft's move with the controllers. That's actually a total game changer for me because it's like an unspoken cost. Like nobody talks about that a Nintendo Switch costs like $700 by the time you buy a console and enough controllers to play Smash with all your friends. Like that's ridiculous. And yet we just we accept it. We don't even really talk about it. So every new console is like, it's not just the 300 to 500 or 600, however much they charge for it. It's not just that. It's like that plus another, what were you saying? Xbox controllers start at 65 bucks. So plus another like $250 of controllers to replace perfectly good controllers that there is nothing wrong with. And the stupidest thing about it is for years now, there's been no reason for it. As soon as we switched to USB and Bluetooth, there was no reason for controllers to not be intercompatible from generation to generation. And you can leave it up to game developers to say, okay, no, you're really going to need like a PS5 controller to play this game. But realistically, I would be floored if there's many multiplayer, like local multiplayer titles for the PS5 that actually require a PS5 controller. And if we're talking mostly single-player games, then I would say there's nothing wrong with just using the PS5 controller that probably comes bundled with your console and some last-generation controllers for all your friends who just want to sit and play. I don't even know what multiplayer, what local multiplayer games are like big PlayStation-exclusive titles right now. Um, they're definitely more on the single-player side of things. So there you go. Like, why do I... Why do I, I need to? Don't know, but yeah, I'm sure Chat's gonna. I'm sure Chat's gonna jump in with some education for my. So it was like Rocket League dot 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 question mark. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, don't I mean, need new PlayStation so. Five controller features for that. Yeah, not so much. Uh, someone said racing games. Little Big Planet. Oof, Mortal Kombat. Again, like there's pro force, like there's no way. There you go. There you go. There you go. And and it's just em- embarrassing. In a PlayStation community, you see this nonsense. And I gotta reread. One of the pony shilling twat on um, so called elite gamers, elite gamers. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Blowing into a controller makes PS elite. That's where I saved this tweet and screenshot it, and I'm going to reuse it. I am going to reuse it in that community when they pull out bullshit like this. This is what he said. This is what he said. PlayStation is for the elite gamers. If you do not have the money, then
then you will have to buy the Xbox. PlayStation does not support second class consumers. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? Again, I could be wrong on this tweet because I really don't know if it's coming from really the crap gamer because there is a parody account. But it sounds exactly just like crap gamer. Sounds just like that arrogant cunt. Let's be real. People feel the need. The last point I want to put there. there. People feel the need that. Xbox is some weak ass brand. Microsoft is some weak ass brand. Microsoft and Xbox brand are. The most valuable brands. The most respected well known brands on the planet. Most valuable. What is uh, Microsoft brand worth? Microsoft brand worth is the value of uh, 251.24 billion US dollars in 2019. Did you know that? The whole company itself. Meanwhile, the Xbox brand worth, which is uh, part of the Microsoft Corporation, has a current value of $571.25 billion. Sell that to Sony. Can they afford that? They can't. They can't even afford that. They don't have the pockets. Sony's uh, net worth is um, around $70 billion as of 2020. They can't even afford that. $70 billion is what Microsoft makes every year. In its um, revenue and its profits in its business operations with a net worth of a trillion you know a trillion net its value is one trillion It now sits as the world's most valuable tech firm. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? This is last year. This is last year. What does that tell you about Sony? Sony's scope is very limited. So Microsoft's competition is as itself. Let's be clear. Microsoft already said it. Someone said. Their competition is Google and Amazon. They care about engagement and software sales. 
they have the most powerful and the most affordable next-gen systems, coupled with the best gaming service ever conceived. Bash the Xbox on exclusives, all they got left is exactly that. It's exactly that. One last bit. The parody crap game account could be f- just nonsense, fake bait for Xbox friends to just browse up. And we should not take the bait because let's be clear on that. People are wrong on the Xbox brand. People are wrong. Talking about brand management is weak and MS, MS as if they got graveyard of brands. That's bullshit. As acting as if Xbox don't have his own identity, it does. Which is Halo, <laughs> Gears, and Forza. It's always been, it's always been, and always will, and it will be evolved with the 15 studios. So it's nonsense. To say it's just going to be a brand of FIFA and COD and Fortnite. No, it's not trying to do that. People keep talking about, give people a reason to get an Xbox. There's a reason for Xbox. You invest into the ecosystem, not just some plastic box. (sighs) Fool. Sony MS has a stronger brand than Sony put together. That's why they don't have to prove it to be the it. Let's be real here. 360 had a strong brand presence with a strong third party presence. That's a fact. With that, it rode along with his first party titles that got people playing further. For example, Gears. And force her rise. And the evolution of its big, already big existing franchises that started from the OG of Xbox, Halo and Forza. And rare titles. Pre-connect. Okay. So... And also, you know, yeah, alongside with um, the Fable. So, it's nonsense. It's nonsense to limit the Xbox scope like that. Because it's so vast, so big, so beyond your imaginations on the brand. Stand in that Xbox brand and stand in it strong. It's the brand we invested into. Thank you for listening to my podcast. There'll be a next episode next time. After the PlayStation event, we'll be discussing Xbox traditional competitor and other news, Xbox news, this week and next week forward. So there are going to be many more episodes. Don't forget to subscribe to Real Drill. So, okay, so... 
Enjoy your evening. Bye.